Hello, and welcome to episode nine of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. This week, we're talking about appreciation. So I'd like to start by showing some appreciation to the folks who've helped me make this podcast so successful. So in no particular order, a big thank you to my colleague, Ty, for being a sounding board and pushing my thinking and enhancing the podcast and the worksheet and so much of the content that I produce. To the Sweetfish Media team for producing this podcast. To Josh R. for being the first person to join the Modern Manager community on Patreon. I deeply appreciate the support you've shown since I launched the Modern Manager, Josh. And big shout outs to Ty T. and Rob T. for joining the Modern Manager community as well. To my assistant, Sylvia, for everything that you do, all of the little things that you do to give me the time and energy to focus on producing this content. And of course, to all of you, my listeners, for listening, sharing, and investing in yourselves to become even better managers. I know your time is precious and there are many wonderful podcasts available. So I am honored that you have chosen to listen to The Modern Manager right now. All right. In today's episode, we break down appreciation into its different forms, talk about why it's important to show appreciation, and talk about various ways to do so. And more importantly, to help people really feel appreciated. You can download the mini guide to this episode for free at mamieks.com slash podcast-009. It's also in the show notes. And if you've already subscribed to my newsletter, it's in your inbox. To get the full guide for this episode, become a member of the Modern Manager community on Patreon at patreon.com slash modern manager. That's P-A-T- R-E-O-N dot com slash modern manager. Now on to the show. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. When you think about appreciation, especially in the context of work, what comes to mind? Are you thinking about saying thank you to your colleagues or maybe about employee appreciation or recognition programs that your company has, those awards or events where the organization officially highlights employees or teams for their work, or maybe the fun events like picnics and carnivals, or maybe you're thinking about the time that you brought lunch for your team after a really big project or when you publicly acknowledged a colleague for the great work she did. All of these and many others come to mind when I think about appreciation. But for today, I want to break appreciation down into three buckets to help make sense of this topic. For me, appreciation can be divided into three categories, gratitude, praise, and recognition. Let's start with gratitude. Gratitude may simultaneously be both the simplest and most complex form of appreciation. Saying thank you nowadays, especially by email, text, or chat, can really come across as inauthentic. We're kind of expected to say thank you, and many times it's not actually meaningful when you hear it or read it. But that doesn't mean you don't have to do it. It just means it's more challenging to truly express gratitude and have it be perceived as meaningful and authentic and not just like an auto response. Before I get into ways to show gratitude, I want to point out that it's particularly unique in that science has shown that when we show gratitude and appreciation, our overall well-being increases, not just the person who receives it. 
Studies have shown that grateful people are more open and less stressed. One study even found that people who took a major act of gratitude had increased levels of happiness even weeks after that act. This means that as givers, we also benefit in some ways just as much as the recipient. Establishing a regular practice of gratitude has definitely become more mainstream over the past few years. There are dozens, if not hundreds of ways to incorporate gratitude into your daily routine and lots of resources online to help you do so. Some people keep a gratitude journal. Some people prefer mentally listing those things that you appreciate as you lay in bed each morning or night or while you're in the shower. You can take one action each day to express your thanks. I was listening to another great podcast, Awesome at Your Job, and BJ Fogg, the habit expert, was explaining how we do better at incorporating new habits when they're anchored to existing ones. So if you pick something you already do each day, like pour a cup of coffee, sit down at your desk after lunch, leave my home each morning, and then tell yourself or write down somewhere visible, when I pour my coffee, I'll also say one thing I'm grateful for. Then you kind of embedded this new practice, this new habit of gratitude into your daily routine. And if you forget, it's no big deal. You'll definitely have another chance tomorrow. So what should you say thank you for, especially at work? Dr. Paul White says, and I quote, yes, we can appreciate the skills, talents, and abilities a coworker brings to the organization and how they help the company or team or you be more effective and successful. But people are more than production units. Employees have more value than just what is measured and how much they get done. Some individuals are appreciated by their colleagues for just who they are, their personality, demeanor, or other qualities. For example, some add a brightness to the office because of their cheerful demeanor and positive outlook. Others are appreciated because of their calm demeanor and ability to think through the issues in the midst of a crisis. And some are respected for what they do outside of work a single mother committed to her family, an individual who gives a lot to the community through volunteerism, or someone who demonstrates self-discipline by training for a marathon. Dr. White really hits this straight on. We all want to be appreciated for more than just the work we do or the goals we accomplish. Making your gratitude authentic comes partly from acknowledging and showing appreciation for things other than direct work product. When I've emailed someone and asked for something and they send it to me and I respond by saying thanks in my email, it's not really special. But when I write an email to that same person and say, I want to say thank you for always responding to my requests in such a timely manner. I really appreciate that you always get back to me so that I never have to follow up and ask twice. Now you've said thanks for who that person is and you let them know that you admire and appreciate them, not just the work they do. You can take it a step further and write a handwritten note instead of an email. It doesn't have to be a fancy card, but we so rarely get handwritten notes that for many people, but not all, that little act of writing is a huge sign that you care. My colleagues have definitely given me a hard time in the past because I am not the kind of person that appreciates handwritten notes. I'm usually just like, save the paper trees, send me an email, but I know that's not everyone. And so I still take the time to write handwritten notes and send them to my colleagues because What's important is that they will appreciate them, even if I don't appreciate them. So that's gratitude. And it blends nicely into our second category, praise. Appreciation as praise goes beyond saying thank you and moves into words of approval and compliments. Phrases like good job or nice work are a good start, 
but rockstar managers can do better. Effective praise is specific. What was particularly great about that presentation? When you provide specific praise, you're doing two things at once. First, you're showing that you paid attention. And second, you're reinforcing the behaviors, attitudes, and other elements that you want the receiver to continue to do. So when I say to a colleague, nice job in that meeting with Tony, do you have any idea about what aspect of her participation I'm talking about? I doubt it, and likely neither will she. But if I say, nice job in that meeting with Tony, I was really impressed by how you kept the conversation on track, even though he kept going off on tangents. It made the entire conversation so much more productive. Now there is no question what I'm appreciative for and why, And since I've clearly expressed that I value this behavior, I've planted that seed that it's something she should continue to do or do more of. So that's praise, which leads us nicely into the third category, recognition. Both gratitude and praise can and often should be given in private. Recognition, by my definition, on the other hand, is when you share your appreciation publicly. People have different responses to public recognition. For some people, this is the absolute highest form of appreciation that you can show. They live for that public display. But don't assume that and make a big deal about someone in front of the entire organization. Because for some, that will not make them feel proud and appreciated or even just warm and fuzzy. For some people, that kind of public display can make them feel embarrassed or awkward. So before you start on a big public recognition front, it's important to learn what is meaningful to each individual person. That doesn't mean you should only publicly recognize the few people who like it and not others, just because it's not their preference. That doesn't look good. But you can also try to right-size your recognition so that it's more aligned with what each person wants. You should absolutely be creative in how you show recognition. I have seen teams that have special words that they give out at meetings. Things like best out-of-the-box idea or best critical question. I've also witnessed an incredible moment in which a board member offered a blessing to the CEO of a nonprofit to mark her 13th year of service, an important milestone in the Jewish faith. There wasn't a dry eye in the room. It was so beautiful and incredible. I'm also working with one team who has a standing agenda item on their weekly team meeting to give time to share appreciation about each other, specifically about how each person has noticed others living their team values. I particularly love this approach because it gives a chance for everyone on the team to show appreciation to each other, and it reinforces the importance of acting in line with their team values, so you get double bang for their buck. At the end of the day, showing appreciation is not just about making someone feel good. The intent is to communicate that you value them for who they are and what they bring to the team or organization. If you haven't yet listened to episodes three, four, and seven, they're a nice compliment to this topic and go into other dimensions of how someone feels respected and valued on the team. But according to Dr. White, there are five languages of appreciation. And in this episode, I really only covered one of them, words of affirmation. The other four, quality time, gifts, physical touch, and acts of service are no less important. They're just not what I focused on. In fact, I actually recently ran a project with one client organization. And one of the questions they had to answer was, I feel valued when my colleagues, and then fill in the blank. The number one most common answer was something like, I feel valued when my colleagues ask how I'm doing personally, or ask if I'll join them for lunch. These are more acts of quality time. You're saying, I want to spend time with you because you're you. I want to know about your life, and I find your company enjoyable. 
It's not about your work. It's about you. I'll put more information on the five languages of appreciation in the show notes. When your team members feel appreciated, it's really a win all around. Research shows that employees who feel valued are more likely to stay with an organization. They are more productive and accomplish more goals. On an individual level, when we feel valued, we feel seen and we're connected to that person who offered us the appreciation to begin with. It also just makes us feel important and that what we do and how we act actually matters and makes a difference. In general, most of us don't say thank you enough or offer enough praise. We spend a lot of time thinking and stressing about giving critical feedback when things aren't going well or pointing out mistakes and criticizing work. And if you're avoiding giving critical feedback, keep an eye out for upcoming episode 13 on communication when we'll talk more about that. But for now, when you account for all the positive and negative comments we make about our colleagues and their work, one report suggests that the ideal ratio is five to one. That's five positive comments for every one negative. Now, this includes all the little remarks like, I think that's a great idea, Jen, and the negative ones like, that'll never work, Paul. Clearly, it's not easy or even reasonable to keep track of every comment that you make, but you can still hold this ratio in the back of your mind. You need to share positive feedback and comments and appreciation five times more often than criticism. So how can you show more gratitude, praise, and recognition? Here are a few approaches to get you started. Number one. Add a recurring thank you time to your calendar or a weekly task list. Until you get more in the habit of showing appreciation regularly, and even if you already do, it's helpful to have 10 to 15 minutes each week dedicated specifically for showing appreciation. You can use this time to write a meaningful email or note, prepare remarks that you're going to share at an upcoming meeting, or take an action that demonstrates your appreciation for a colleague, even recording an audio message or a video message. Remember, you can show appreciation for people who aren't on your team too. Acknowledging someone from another department and CCing their supervisor is also really important. Number two, make gratitude a daily habit. The more you practice gratitude, the easier and more intuitive it will become. I already mentioned anchoring a moment of reflection into an existing behavior, like pouring a cup of coffee and then thinking about something you're grateful for. But maybe you do something else, like every time you open your computer first thing in the morning, you write down on a piece of paper next to your desk one thing that you're grateful for. Or you do it while you're brushing your teeth before you go to bed. Or maybe you have a sign on your wall or you change the background of your computer to a quote about gratitude, just something to remind you to pause and be thankful. Number three, in your one-on-ones, be sure you have a standing agenda item for sharing appreciation. And then be prepared to give meaningful, positive feedback, say thanks, offer praise. So at a minimum, your colleague is hearing from you once per month. And number four, make it a team effort. Appreciation is something the entire team can and should embrace. So encourage your team members to show appreciation to one another and then celebrate and acknowledge when they do. Include time on your weekly team meetings. Usually just a few minutes is enough. You can call it thank you time or acknowledgements or good and welfare, whatever feels right for your team. And then ask everyone to consider ahead of time who they want to thank or call out and what for. Then in the meeting, offer the floor to the group. Not everyone needs to share each time, and it's almost better if it's just one or two people. And then jump in on the fun yourself and share your things. 
There are more tips and approaches and questions for reflection in the mini guide, which you can download for free at mamieks.com slash podcast dash zero zero nine. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter and you'll get the mini guide and every other mini guide delivered to your inbox weekly going forward. If you want the full guide to showing meaningful and authentic appreciation, come join the Modern Manager community on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you'll get all of the worksheets, discussion guides, and other exclusive content to help you be a rockstar manager with a thriving team. There are some other sweet benefits to membership like coaching calls with me and discounts on my events. So check it out at patreon.com slash modern manager. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash modern manager. As always, I love hearing from you. So send me a note at mamie at mamieks.com or on social media at mamieks. And let me know what you think of the show, how you've implemented the approaches and techniques I've talked about, suggest topics, guests, whatever's on your mind. I just love to hear from you. So that wraps us up for today. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration. And teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.